there's a hunger inside all of us. This longing to awaken our truest selves. This hunger to feel truly free. This desire for love, truth, and freedom has driven us to never stop searching. We are a family. These are our stories, our questions, and our passions. So welcome to the conversation. Welcome to somewhere in the in-between. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to um, a new setting. Mm. Green screen behind us has changed. A new day. A <laughs> new <Yes>. dawn. <laughs> a new era. A new, a new moment. <laughs> a you're, life. You're such a poet. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. We spent a lot of time on this uh, light switch back there. That was a and for those listening, very like, implemented. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we have uh, new voices for those just listening to uh, the podcast. Um, but for any of you that were on social media, what was it last week? We put a little thing out there because we said we wanted to open this conversation up to everyone. And, you know, as of now, it's just been us kind of talking about where we're at, you know, kind of getting used to our voice. But what we wanted to do is we, like we said, we want to open up these conversations to people because I want to hear where people are at. I want to hear what people are going through. I want to not just talk, but like experience life with everybody that's listening and everything. And so we put a thing out on Instagram last week and we said, if you guys can ask us anything, what would it be? And so we got so So many many amazing questions from people, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, So many so that we actually can only answer a handful today, but actually some of them are so great and kind of in the same vein that um, probably next week or the next few weeks, we're actually going to do entire podcasts around those themes. Because there was a lot of themes that were very similar. Um, like a lot so, of a lot of things just about me personally <laughs> yeah. and so like probably, how do you get your hair so blonde how do you do how do you do it so we're gonna do it a two-hour podcast just about me about blonde me hair. lauren the about girl talking each individual hair curl yes and so yeah, we're probably doesn't it sound exciting that's honestly gonna be the the majority of like the way that we're gonna be moving yes. into this next that's the direction we're taking right. this whole podcast because i am the one in the in-between yes. of the two yes. of you and so i am it's going to be about me oh wow because you are somewhere in the in-between it's what they've I all feel like been asking for absolutely uh, i'm could, out yeah i'm, I, out I'm announcing this is my last one mm, but like retiring. our um <laughs> one of our last podcasts that was about like loving me even if you don't agree with what we're gonna talk about she didn't listen to that one did you not listen to what we said <laughs> you should probably do that so you know that's your homework so anyway <laughs> oh my question God. time we, we are gonna dive into some questions let's and, do and it. let's see I'm all about it. Let's see what I'm I'm pretty excited because there's some deep ones. There's some Mm -hmm. funny ones. There's, you know, it's all over the place. So guys, here we go. Here are your questions. Yeah. And I was going to say in real time, but it's not in real time. (laughs) I don't know why that was going to come out of my mouth. I like it sounded cool. (laughs) So keep it up. (laughs) Listen time. (laughs) Mm -mm. Okay. Um, So I like this one. It says, introduce yourself so we know who's talking. (laughs) Alyssa and Lauren, we know you are sisters. But who else is talking? I, I don't know what you mean by that question. <laughs> like, I don't understand either because as far as I know, it's just the two of yeah, us. Yeah, is there, is there a third person in this podcast? Is there a ghost? 
because we did hear there was something haunting us. We've had a so. ginger pale ghost that has haunted us our entire life. So if you see her, seriously, write in if you see her. Oh yeah. my God. Or hear her. Oh yeah. my God. No. So yes, Lauren and this I are sisters. my voice. <laughs> <That is laughs> who is speaking? Here's the deal. Here's how you know who Sarah is. It's the one that's calm. <laughs> Lauren and I are like, it's so, so freaking true. high strung. It's so And Sarah's true. like, hello, world. Like when a voice chimes in that like all of a sudden takes you away to like a really zen place. If you like picture like being on the beach and, and you're, you're like, like super calm, oh. it's Sarah. If it's, you feel like you need a uh, medication because you're so high strung, that's definitely it's me, Lauren. Lauren. And I. No, no, mainly me. Mm. I like I have been watching our podcast and I'm like, oh girl, you gotta calm down. Cause I'm like, wah! Wah! Like, Here's the deal. We can't. You're from, Leo. You're so I know. that's so your energy. I know, but I'm so, also like an acquired taste. And yes. so Also, like, I feel like we did 10 years of rock shows. I know. So our like we're like, are y'all ready? But in a podcast, it doesn't no one translate. Wants that. Doesn't translate. I mean, I'm gonna like jump up couch and kick that over right like kick the yeah, like it's just the whole thing no so if you are zen yeah that's sarah that's sarah and sarah's if our cousin you're anxious it's most likely me lauren mm-hmm. and if you're like i am inspired to lead that's Alyssa. <laughs> i like the description of me yeah that's beautiful thank you for not giving a good description of me I- <laughs> <laughs> so there you I go think i like your voice though it's so bold i it's something that like i i feel like it all everyone has their their different unique thing and maybe between you and i that's <laughs> a little i'm the somewhere in the in between <laughs> it is but i just feel like i'm so like br- like you just come in with your wisdom i'm like <laughs> feelings and emotions and then you're like and i learned from this psychologist <laughs> And everyone listening is like, we just spent 10 minutes on that question. It was a great question. Wow. That took way too long. (laughs) Or did it? Okay. Next question. If you could travel anywhere, where would you go? Away from this podcast. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Anywhere. 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 You know what? Like, honestly, anywhere in Europe. We're all in lockdown, guys. Yeah, I would definitely say Europe. For sure. It's bothering me. Like, I want to go to the U. Actually, I really want to go to Scotland. That's, like, next on my list. Never been to Scotland. Scotland's on the list. You're thinking too hard. (laughs) I am thinking. I'm like, I would travel to the homes of the people who hate me. Oh, my God. And And just be like, hey, it's me. (laughs) And burn their house down. Wow. Someone's got a real dark vibe over here. These questions are not bringing the best out of her. Uh, No, Europe. (laughs) Or just Europe. (laughs) It's a real toss-up. I got got two speeds today, guys. Two speeds. Get ready. Yeah, I would definitely say like France or... I haven't been to Italy, so definitely somewhere like that. You need to go there. Yeah. yeah. Italy is one of my favorite places, so... Um, So you have to go. (laughs) (laughs) So that you know me more. (laughs) Okay, what was the best time of your life? I just have jokes that play in my I, head. I do I too, which is why say. I think it takes me a moment. Because I'm like, do I go the sarcastic route? Always the sarcastic route. Or is it like, route. do I need to be serious? No. Oh my 
god. Best time of your life. Um, honestly, we have a really big family, yeah. and so anytime we would like all of us, there's like 14 oh, of us with yeah, the kids and yeah. my brother and sister-in-law, yeah. my sister, yeah. um, parents, us, family vacation. Yes. I love family vacations anywhere. Like, that's yeah. always been my favorite. So that's probably, like, the best times I would have is... Like, on the beach in Florida with my nieces and nephew, mm-hmm. just carefree. Those are my favorite moments. Yes. Yeah. Or anytime I'm in Rome. Mm. Full circle oh back God. to Italy. Yeah. I would say France, for me, was amazing. Yeah. It was so perfect. Or, or Paris. But um, but I thought you were saying that our big, our dad's families, like, the yes. times yeah. those, like... Most amazing times of just everyone yeah. gathering together and singing and yes. sitting around fires yeah. or, you know, uh, hotel lobbies or whatever yeah. back in the day and all that. Oh, my God. It's so magical. No, that wasn't it for me. <laughs> That's nice. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love that. Yeah, I do. So I do. Um, oh, how is Lauren's dog? Lauren's dog is great. For any of you who don't know who that is, Penny Lane, she was, I mean, I think people know of her because, well, one, I, I post about her all the time, yeah. but then in our old video logs, uh, Penny Lane was my dog. She's 14 now. She's amazing. Yeah. She's wonderful. She's not here, so I can't, like, show her like to she you. She should sometimes just, like, be, know, you know, sitting yeah. on the couch. Yeah, she could be our little just mascot. Little- <laughs> yeah. She's adorable and perfect and wonderful and everything good in the world. Mm. So that's how good she's doing. Yeah, described to me that way. Not at all. Um, we, we got a lot of where is Becca yeah. questions and why isn't Becca in this podcast with you? So for those of you who don't know who Becca is, uh, Becca is our sister. Yes. She was in Barlow Girl with us, which is why I think a lot of people are asking. So like you did Barlow Girl together. Why aren't you doing this together? But if you didn't know, this is Becca. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. She... Just uh, got paler, <laughs> and I her hair. Do you need to tell her something? Well, I'm pale too, so I like you spot it, you got it. You They've know what I'm saying? Been trying to get me to tan all week, so right. this is now my. This is Becca. <laughs> um, this podcast is brought to you by a tanning bed near you. <laughs> but Becca, you know, we were so lucky as sisters oh to gosh. be able to have a dream together yeah. like that. The fact that yeah. we all had the same dream yeah, and that huge. we got to do Barlow Girl together, it was. Yeah. So much fun. And, you know, not every dream is always going to be together. And, you know, Becca is living her life right now and super happy. Living her dream. And and she's living her dream. And Lissa and I are living ours. And And it just happens to be the same dream again. But, yeah. Yeah. So So that's why she's not doing this. Is because this is our dream. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is our dream. (laughs) So (laughs) you can't be a part of it. Neither can you. Oh, I like this. Okay, yeah. for all three of us. What, because Sarah, you're in the entertainment industry, we're in the entertainment industry. So, what is your advice for someone wanting to get into the entertainment industry? Girl, don't. <laughs> the end. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I would say um, it's definitely not made for everybody. Oh, no. no. Um, no. Because if you're going into it with wrong intentions or you're glamorized by yeah. Yeah. the light or the. Mm the fame or anything like that it's it's such a facade yeah and it's so there's nothing to it Mm. um beyond uh you know some excitement and all that but it was so interesting that the times that were the the biggest for me as far as you know whether it was the people that I was hanging out with or the the uh recognition that I was getting 
it never hit. Mm-hmm. It literally never hit. I was like, whoa, this is not what have I, I would have expected it to feel like. Yeah. And, um, and never hit like... It just didn't, it didn't feel like it was like this, like, like, oh my God, like, look at me, you know, like it was just like very, um, it was like any other photo share kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel real in a way. And so even in that, like, I think we think these different things are going to make us feel a certain way. There's definitely a a big illusion around if I get there, I'm going to feel X, Y, and Z and and it yeah. just doesn't, when you're actually in the moment, it kind of feels like almost every other moment. It feels, you know? Yeah, like, a, yeah. And I love that perspective on it because it is so glamorized. Yeah. It's going like, if I'm just famous in the entertainment industry, if I'm just doing this, then I'll feel well, Because it's so hyped something. up in the media. Right. As this big, like, right. if we could all get there, right. we're going to finally feel better about ourselves or like we've arrived that it's almost like the standard now for the greats mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it just like it doesn't doesn't get you any more real friends yeah. if anything it's all of a sudden you have to question a lot of people being like why all of a sudden are they coming out of the woodwork i haven't heard from them in 10 years yeah. you know yeah. and you know there's there's just a level of like having to look over situations a little bit more challenge like with a challenge being like uh, is this real or is this just is someone trying to use me now and that does come into play a lot and so there's just yeah there's something to you it's just a different world and Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely not what it looks like from the outside at all at all and it also could uh really it puts a lot of pressure on you more than you would expect and for me, I leaned more into having them then to control things because of what I perceived everyone else thinking that I needed to like look like. And so I tried to keep it looking like that, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it can make you sick. Yeah. You know, I think you need to make sure you know <clears throat> if it's like a legit long term passion, like if yeah. you're wired for it. Yeah. Or if it's something that you've so over glamorized in your mind that you can't maybe see your true path. Right. Because that's the path that's going to give you recognition. That's the path that's going to give you, you know, I'm, I'm quoting this. Like it's, it's you know, that th- that's, that's the path that's going to make you feel great about your life. Mm-hmm. And I think if you know that you know that you know that one, you're wired for it. It's your passion. It's a lot of hard work. I mean, it is, it is a lot of work, um, to, to, to sustain it, um, and, and to keep up that kind of pace. It's a really fast paced life. Yeah. The industry is very fast paced. And, and I think, um, you gotta, you gotta go into it with your eyes open. Um, and And I think knowing there's a difference between just wanting it to be famous or wanting it because it's actually inside of you as a calling. Yes. And I think when it's actually like, I know I was called for this moment yeah. to pursue this. Yeah. And when it becomes this passion, yeah. not just because I want recognition, because if you're going in it for recognition, that is not that's not longevity. No, that's no. not, it, it'll never be the good The moment enough. you get a pushback right. and you will. Oh my gosh. Of people being like, you're horrible. You're disgusting. Right. I hate you. Right. Like you're going to crumble. Mm-hmm. 
you got to right? be ready for those moments. And so even when we went into Barlow Girl, because it was a passion, it was like I would do it for no one. I would do it because I was so alive to it. I would yep. do it because there was the passion about things we wanted to speak about and do the calling, the passion, all of that was enough. And the fame, if you will, was just the cherry on top. It wasn't exactly. the whole cake. It wasn't the whole meal. I, that, I yeah. could not agree to that more. Right? That's, yeah, I really do think that. <laughs> Her leg still now learning, has something Still learning say. how to use a microphone. <laughs> it's difficult. Um, <laughs> Again, you got to know what's your calling, honey. <laughs> this is how I knew it wasn't. Um, no, yeah, I, I really, I think it's about, it's exactly what you're saying. It's not about maybe even looking at the numbers. It's about yes. what am I actually doing? Yes. It's about the that versus I, I think a lot of times it's almost the it doesn't even flow if you're just about the numbers right. like it right. just can almost end up failing a lot of times well you and know? you had a good point you said you need it needs to be something you would do without any recognition yeah. mm-hmm. the way you know yes. something is your your calling your destiny your passion call it what you will is that you would do that. It, it's like inside of you and you're going to burst if you don't do it and you don't need anyone to be applauding Right. you for it right. and that's how you know that's your path yeah. so if all you can picture you know when you're thinking about it is like oh my gosh I just see people applauding for me well that's probably an indicator that maybe you need to do some inner work of maybe I'm not feeling very good about myself not feeling valuable I'm not feeling valuable so I look at that platform and think wow I would love to have people applauding I'll, like, me like finally that. feel good about yeah. myself yes. at that point point. and so yeah. you know don't use fame to feel good about yourself yeah don't use the longing for being in the entertainment because it's that it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yes. You're going to get yes. the exact opposite feeling. Yeah. Even when people are applauding for you, it only gets magnified at that right. point. That yeah. feeling yeah. will only then. Yeah. 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 So make sure it's a passion. Make sure you are alive to it and yeah. you like want to give all that you are to it. Yeah. And then when you just follow the steps that come and you follow the steps and are kind of, obedient to your path you'll notice things open up for you well the road really does rise up to meet you as you're walking on the path and and that doesn't mean it's not hard that doesn't mean that there's not trials and difficulties and things you have to kind of push through but when we just all started stepping out in our gifting and just working on our gifts and you know for Sarah it was photography and you know for us it was music it was just one door started to open after another. And it was just kind of like it was all there um, when really our goal was just the art itself. Right. You know, the goal was for us, you know, even before Bella Girl, the goal was the message. The goal yeah. was um, feeling passionate about putting lyrics down and kind of creating an experience. And my gosh, I, I was, I, it's funny, before, before when we started doing music, I remember um, <clears throat> going, I love doing music. I love being a part of this. But one, and I told the girls, I was like, I never want to get signed. And I never want to play for a room of more than 100 people. Like, that's just, I, I liked it small. I liked it intimate. And um, I don't know. That was just a big passion for me. And that's, to me, kind of how you know it's a passion. Yeah. And so getting signed and doing the whole, you know, recording deal and, and then not just playing to a room of a hundred, like it was then becoming, you know, thousands and you just go, oh, I, it still is about the gift. But in my mind, I liked the 
I like the feeling of I liked it small. Um, and so, and so for me, I think that's how you really know something is you were designed to release it. Is that is that you're fine if it's you're fine if it stays small. You don't need yeah. you don't need the applause. Yeah, I would, that's I I have uh, the exact same scenario because right when we just started shooting more big names and all of that, I actually didn't even want to post about it. Yeah. Mm, I had yeah. someone actually tell me, Sarah, you're you're being dumb. You we still are running. <laughs> you're running a company. Like at some point, you do need to make money yeah, and like you this might want to advertise. Yeah, what you're doing. yeah. Because I I just was so I'm like no, I want to be this like underground thing that all of a sudden they like land on my website and they're like whoa, she shot that. I would never have known. I wanted to be Literally, that. Literally, never <laughs> we knew. Never knew. <laughs> and um, I re- I I did it in post about stuff. Uh, for the first several months of, of wow. like the stuff that we were doing and people would be seeing it all over yeah, and yeah. not on mine and they'd yeah. be like why are what's going on I think I remember walking into a clothing store and being like <laughs> Lauren isn't that Sarah's shot because like I didn't realize you had shot it for uh, that store I think it was I don't know if I could say, no, it. Can't say any names. okay we just got to be really careful <laughs> <clears throat> but Walmart yeah <laughs> leave that yeah. out and put something else <laughs> over so no one can hear but it. you know I, you know i walked in i was like i think i saw that on her computer like you weren't even yeah, yeah. you weren't even telling us half the time you know and so i think i think again it that's how you know the gift is just something that's kind of it is it is important to you yeah. the yeah. gift is important right and um yeah yeah. And even I think being surrounded by the the people that all of us have been surrounded by, but for me in uh, because I I do photography and there's a lot of people that always need photography around yeah. me that their careers could help propel my career. Mm-hmm. I am I think even just growing up, you know, being as young as I was when you guys were you know on your um, incline that. I was so surrounded by so many people who were users and even wanted to get to me to get to you guys and all yeah. that. And so <clears throat> seeing that, it give, gave me such a distaste to yeah. anybody who would be that way, yeah. who would be kind of like, oh, I've got to, you know, right. like yeah. uh, use this situation or yeah. something. And so I was so you always... swung the other way. I really <laughs> swung the other yeah, way. Sure. I, and anyone that I was around that maybe... You know, other people were like, Sarah, have you shot that person yet? I'd be like, no. And they actually don't even know I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. Like I right. never, yeah. I would literally talk about anything else other than my work. I would never yeah. hint at it, yeah. nothing, because I just was like, this is not, I'm not using any of these scenarios, yeah. never. Yeah. And it's just, I think that, you know, uh, it's just, it feels like, gross or something well like i never that wanted to, me, to get into know? that part of the industry either yeah and yeah because i i think there's there's such an urgency to self-promote and yeah. and you know and and i think that's fine for some people but i'm so not wired like no. that so like we never we people would always be like you got to hand out your demos and you got to whatever and we never promoted we never yeah. handed out a demo i mean we got signed without ever actually promoting ourselves mm-hmm. And, and again, I actually believe if you are meant to be on that path, it will happen happen as you just are faithful to your passion and your gift. Because if you look at our story, it was impossible that we got signed because we didn't hand out demos. We played seven shows, but our goal was just being obedient to the path. Mm -hmm. And 
And then, you know, if a door opened, we did it. And literally, we ended up in a competition with record labels. We didn't know it was a competition. We thought, thought it was training. It was like, yeah. you know, they were going to critique you and be like, you're the worst. And some of them said that. But <laughs> one of them went, Wait. but I'm going to sign them. Actually, a few of them. It's funny. We we learned early on that... People aren't nice? Just kidding. No, but like, you know, we were in this, uh, which, like we said, ended up being a competition and we thought it was just training. And so it was a bunch of like, you know, different people in the industry and whatever and there was a few notes that I guess were so intensely like mean, cruel. Like it wasn't just like, hey, oh. work on this. But I guess it was so mean that, and my parents were with us at the time because you were what, 16? Yeah. So, you know, we were young. So our parents were traveling with us and whatever. And they had gotten the notes from the judges first. And they, they were like, well, we're going to give you one note. <laughs> Which was the one uh, label executive that was like, we're meeting, I'm very interested in signing you. Like, like it was, it was yeah. a developmental deal and whatever. And they're like, and we're like, what'd you do with the other ones? I can't wait to see, you know, like what we need to work on. They're like, oh, we're burning those. <laughs> like, <laughs> and not because like, they were easy on us. Like they were no, really hard on us. Like, on us. With dad being yeah. a musician, you know, like it's like there was a high expectation for us, but they're like, you don't need to see yeah. those there's kinds a, of things. There's a difference know? between constructive criticism and right. straight up judgment. And yeah. being mean. Yeah. Being like rude about yeah. it. They were like, right. this is actually just straight right. up mean. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So it was funny. We, in a moment, kind of faced the two extremes of the industry. Yeah. Because that is, there are two speeds. Absolutely. It's like the, oh my gosh, or oh my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, explain that. <laughs> my gosh, you're amazing. <laughs> really understood. <laughs> explain it to me. It was like, yeah, it's either the people that are like, oh my gosh, you're amazing, or oh my gosh, I never want to see your face again. That was like, the oh my the gosh time. <laughs> you didn't get that? Catch up. I thought I was a better actress Catch than this. Mm. I need to work on my character right. a little bit better. Yeah, so, so that's, our, uh, that's our take on the industry. I know, right? Everyone was like, I just want to know how to love get behind. <laughs> Thanks for I that. I just want to know how to be a photographer. <laughs> we just dashed so many people's dreams exactly no I but mean, it's like if it's a passion hey work on your gift do it with all of your heart yeah, mm-hmm. but if you're doing it for recognition yeah pick another career pick another career a hundred percent or go inward yeah, yeah. it's true yeah. can we do outtakes, outtakes at the yeah. end oh my god actually we should do outtakes at the end of the q a yeah absolutely funny. yeah okay okay <laughs> okay is my makeup okay that's right all right three times charm all right so, what is something you've learned this week? This week? Mm-hmm. Um, probably that I don't like when people question my relationship with God on the internet. <laughs> was that a real triggering moment? It was a little triggering for me. I was like, what are you doing? And then I just had to breathe through it and pull out a Brene Brown book because yes. I was like, oh, I need some help. Is that your new Bible? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was the Bible. <laughs> Oh, oh my what? gosh, have I been reading the wrong book this whole time? You do worship Renee Brown, right? I do. Yeah, she is your high place. I see now why people are questioning okay. my relationship with God now it that you really dawned on her. It <laughs> yes. clicked. And so that uh that that was something I learned about myself. Learned I knew didn't trigger. know. You didn't know. I Again, didn't know. You were a student of your response. I was. And I feel like I like talked about I'm like, you guys, let's talk about this because I need to figure this out. Why is this bothering me? And then yeah. we figured it out and you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I realized about uh that's what I learned this week. Mm. I actually can't think of 
anything new I learned this week. You don't learn much. You learned though. how to get better. I yeah. learned how to get better oh, as a human. No, no just, just you, were, you sick. were sick. I did. Yes. <laughs> there it is. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you learned how to not be such a drag. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I was. I did have a cold all week. You learned so. that um, a leave cold sinus makes you jittery? Oh my gosh, I did learn really? that. But also, don't know if we should talk about this. You get carded to buy a leave cold and sinus because people make meth out of it. Wait, I don't think we should talk about this on our podcast. Why? I do. I make meth. <laughs> oh, huh. I just didn't even. I'm not even kidding. It took me 15 minutes for them to run my oh, driver's yeah. license. I had to get put in the system. I'm pretty sure there's someone following me I from know. the law at this from point. The law. <laughs> There's a paddy wagon outside. Ready to take your jail away. If you make buying some Aleve Colton Sinus. Yeah, it you know honestly, what? 15 if minutes. If you are making drugs mm-hmm. out of Aleve Colton Sinus. Yeah. I want to encourage you to find a different job. All right, so what is something about you yes. that people would be surprised to know? Okay. Sarah, um, take it away. <laughs> I would say uh, I love tea parties. I love going to I explain love. tea parties. See, I was surprprised to know that. I, 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 collect I feel like I just tea cups. Found this out. I collect teacups and teapots and all of that. Um, I I don't know. It's been later in my life now that in my in my later <laughs> How years. How old are now you? Now that I'm a grandma. <laughs> that is the other surprising thing people didn't know. <laughs> you are 84. <laughs> I love tea but parties. But I love high tea. I love going to like, oh, you know, downtown yes. and, and finding like the different places that yeah. will do high tea. And it's okay. magical. Yeah, so yes. that's kind of my little hobby is finding yeah. the, any of the places in a, a town that I'm in that do the best high tea. Nice. It's my vibe. I love that. So. Okay. Like for me, people might be surprised. I feel like I'm kind of an open book. I feel like people know a lot yeah. of things yeah. about us just because of, you know, Barlow Girl. Um, uh, I have uh, really, really uh, intense like textural problems. So like, I like you know that cotton in a yes. no that's okay that's an okay texture. Um, like the cotton in a pill bottle. Like if you're gonna take it out, like I would rather throw the pill bottle away. Yes. Then I actually have to take the, the cotton, cotton. Oh out gosh. of the top of you can't even think oh. about it. Really? Oh, but you can't yes. do it. I'm convinced that like Satan came to earth and was like one invention cotton in a pill bottle and that's when he's like bye and then he left and that was what he did that's what he chose to do she cannot so like cotton so I have to take it since she was little yes I mean this is far back as yeah I can't like wear socks on a carpet so it's like that it's that textural what about socks in your bed oh my gosh what that's pretty bad that's pretty bad I can't yeah yeah yeah, no if, no. if um, we, we were, we had an old station wagon Ooh. growing up and Ooh. you know, like when the, the roof, like it, the like, roof falls of cars down. and like the no, texture like of the, the roof of cars, not, um, it's like a material. Yeah. yeah. Material. If yeah. you, if someone reached their hand up and touched the top of the roof of the car, Lauren, the ceiling of the car, Lauren would go out of her Especially mind. If someone's hands are dry. <laughs> So yeah. then it makes that noise. Like, I can't even touch, like, tissue well, if my hands are dry. What if like, someone's hands are dry and they just go like this over, like, you hear I'm that, okay like, with fine with that. I'm okay with that. Oh, Weird. like a dull pencil. I cannot write with a dull pencil. Well, who writes with pencils anymore? But, like, As dull pencil. You had to sharpen your pencil, in, like, oh, every, like, constantly. I would, like, write a sentence and go to the sharpener and write a sentence, like, in school. Oh, I can't, like. Her texture issues are hardcore. Yeah. Like, it's, like, my hands can't be dry. I always, I'm, like, like have to have lotion on. Whoa. Like, it just. But the socks on a carpet and cotton in a pill bottle 
brings like rage out of my soul That's that I didn't so know. Like it's really. I feel like you go an instant fight or flight. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I probably should like. You'll take me through a meditation later or something because it's really hard. So that's me. That's that's my uh, issue. Mine is I have a severe issue with loud chewing. Oh my gosh! In movie theaters, I actually like think eating a banana or something like that. Popcorn, anything. Cereal is your oh. like okay. Cereal chips. Pop. No, no, no. It's anything. If I can hear you, there's a phrase that said. Oh, you hate apples. Uh, anything. They, somebody was chewing in a movie the other day and I was like what monster would allow someone to chew in a movie on the microphone like I cannot handle the sound so if I hear someone chewing I can't even hear the lines in a movie no. I, I, I can't hear you go to a dark place I definitely if I'm eating there's a name for it though I actually they They've done studies on the brain yeah. and they found that for people that have this, I don't remember the name and so many people are going to be like, it's this. I know they're going to write in, but it, it was like, they say a part of your brain gets, um, I don't know, like somehow like overloaded. overloaded with the sounds of like a smaller sound. Well, there's, there's, uh. A bit of OCD in in there because when like with Your OCD with mm. OCD you can kind of hyper focus on something. Well, they said it tends to be with people who are hyper focused on the small details. Yes, yeah. So then, if there's a smaller detail like the sound of someone, if there's a noise in the background or like dripping or chewing, yeah. or even like a sound of like I don't know, like something small, I can't hear anything. Oh, you know what else too? Loud breathing. Oh. Lord, totally. <laughs> like, I, I no, I, I can't. I, I, I suddenly my focus goes out the window. So you, so somebody could have been talking to me, and it's I can't, I can't get there. Yeah. Until the chewing stops. So I have, I will to, have turn to turn music on. I a lot oh, of yeah. times have to turn music yeah. on. Like if I'm just sitting there at a table just with one other person. Yeah. I that's why I have to turn on a TV or I have yeah. to turn on music because. I'm more conscious of myself. Oh, okay. I'm just like, oof, I can hear myself yeah. chewing. I can't like, <laughs> I can't stand it. But like it. if we're in a movie theater now, I have to, I have to plug my ears yeah. normally for when people, until people are done with their popcorn or Hello. I can't hear the movie. But now like, because listen, I obviously, we just hang out all the time. I feel like I've inherited her <laughs> issue as well because I'm so hyper-focused about the way I chew be around her because I don't want to bother her. But then like, I'll be like, you know, if I'll if we'll be with someone and then like you know somebody's chomping on something, we'll like be texting. I'm like, are they chomping too loud? Should I make a cop? Like, because I because she just goes like it's just crazy. But I've inherited it now, and now it bothers yeah. me too, and I blame her for now it. I'm gonna know why you guys will be texting. <laughs> yeah. No, we text about <laughs> you with other things. I actually no, I actually no, like if you notice if I'm if I'm really agitated, I will just get up quietly and I'll yeah. leave the room. Until the person is done, because I can't, I can't focus. And that's what I'll text and be like, "They're done chewing. You can come she'll back in the room." Like, you that's when I text. Down. Yeah. I mean, it's it's out oh of control. Yeah. But God, they say a lot of times people like that are creative people. Are they're musicians? They're yeah. more. Well, I don't know. People that have a uh, cotton <laughs> ball issues are like more beautiful and like Maybe. wonderful. Maybe. Why didn't we put that on my issue? I'm just saying, if they researched people's brains, you're just that making it like sound this, like you're a regular Mozart with. Your your issue I mean maybe I am <laughs> maybe I am um okay two more questions so okay. why did you step away from Barlow girl oh, and wow. what have you been doing for eight years mm. that is a big question it's a very big question and without getting too detailed right uh, let's, let's hit the why real why? quick why, why did we, we step, step away away so um I know we had talked about it when we first 
quit. Yeah. Um, but we we were still signed when we chose mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. step down. There was no falling out. No. There was no uh, issues that led up to us going we there can't was take no this anymore. issue it's not like we're like we're breaking up no. or we don't like this like we were actually in the process of writing a second album yeah. uh, not second, second album we had more than two <laughs> a next album our next album we had a beautiful relationship with our label nothing still do. but love um there nothing but love even with us as sisters yeah, when yeah. we stepped away and it was just like i'm a firm believer in the chapters of life yeah. And that there is a timing and a season to things. And for some reason, it, it felt like we, we did what we came to do. Yeah. And we, we said what we wanted to say. And it felt like there was this beautiful invitation um, that we collectively felt, the three of us girls with our sister Becca, of just going, it was like God was almost inviting us that... There was more. There was this invitation to more. And I didn't know what that looked like. We didn't know what that meant. But when, because we felt Barlow Girl was such a, you know, a really divine calling for us. And really, we felt God led us into it. And so when we felt him maybe leading us out, we wanted to honor that just as much as we honored the leading us into it. Yeah. And to trust that, like I said, there's chapters in life. And we felt that one was just slowly kind of coming to a pause. And there's not even, like we said, there wasn't any huge moment. It was a, it was kind of this culmination of all these kind of different thoughts and feelings as we were writing for that next album and, and kind of journeying to like, you know, kind of launch into that next season of, you know, I think we had a few more albums and different things. And it was, yeah, it was just that, you know, that feeling, you just know that feeling of it's time. And the thing that I, the thing that I liked about it is it showed me, because sometimes, you know, sometimes people would question and go, oh, well, you know, you've been doing this for 10 years. Surely your identity must be wrapped up in it. You know, oh, I bet it, you know, I bet you could never let this go. And, you know, and and, and people had made those assumptions over the years. And so, I always felt in my heart I was like yeah I think I hold it loosely but like you don't you don't know until you know right and so um and so there was just this moment and um and as you know as we were brainstorming and we just all kind of felt like oh my gosh yeah I think one I think there's another chapter coming I think we I, I just kept seeing there was another chapter But to get into that chapter, I needed to be willing to let go of what I felt most comfortable and most safe in. And I felt very comfortable and safe in music. It's all we had ever done. You know, even before doing Barlow Girl, my gosh, all we'd ever done was music. And so letting that go without the guarantee that it would be music again, but knowing there was another dream, there was something else. But I knew before I'd go after another dream or an extension of that dream, I knew kind of like we said in the first podcast, I knew I needed to do a deep dive first to deal with some stuff that I had been notice, noticing was coming up during Barlow Girl. And um, and again, I felt, wow, a little break would be the perfect time to kind of dive into those places, get sessions, kind of yield to the undoing, yield to the mess. When you're When you go through undoing, it's so messy. And... You know, you don't want to do that when you're when you're doing, you know, 
three tours a year and you, you don't get that luxury. And so we just went, okay, what if we take a breather before we really launch into something new and just yield to the undoing? Because I actually feel seasons of undoing and rest are just as important as seasons of growth. Because in the midst of, you know, it's like we were talking about this week and we'll, you know, dive into this in a future podcast, but there are seasons, there's summer, there's spring, there's winter, there's fall. You can't expect every season of your life to look like summer, you know, and, and, and there was a piece of going, I felt we'd been living in this beautiful summer season for years. And I knew, um, I knew I was going to step into an aspect of a winter of, um, of, it was going to be quiet. There was going to look like some things had died. It was going to be a bit of a, of a hibernating season. Um, you know, we were even researching for a while, like places we could go to where you just like stay in these different places and just kind of like are silent for a week yeah. and just meditate and listen. And, um, and so we booked a lot of travel out of the country. Um, we had never, we had never traveled outside of the country for anything other than work. And so we wanted to see like, we wanted wow, to see the world. What we would wanted that to travel? Yeah. And so, and, and like I said, I don't want to get into too much of this because we'll dive into this story a lot more. I think this, it's a big, it's, it's a, a lot. Big I mean, there's story. a lot. So we step away to do that. And then the last eight years, I experienced the highest highs and by far the lowest lows I'd ever experienced in my life. The life took some massively unexpected turns and again, because we feel like everything's an opportunity, not to fight it, but to kind of yield to it to go, okay, what's this here for? What can I learn? What's this unto? And so it's been one year after the next yielding to, oh my gosh, you know, like I had a massive injury right, right at the end of Barlow and we'd planned all these trips and, you know, like tore uh tore my ligament fully detached it was a year-long process so we had to cancel our trips yeah. couldn't go overseas and you know kind of actually relearning to really walk again and work out again because once that's fully detached and going through all that healing and all that like I didn't walk normally for it was about a, a year time. I mean I had to hold on to you for yeah. a long time so the, coming out of that and then um and then we had a, a a season our dad had a stroke right after that so then our life turned upside down that chaos was insane and watching our because dad he had, it was a stroke where he, the whole left side of his body was paralyzed and he had to relearn how to he had walk to relearn how to uh, watching your dad relearn how to do basic things and he's He's a guitar player his whole life. He's just finally getting this back this this year, um, and so going through that, and then um, and then entering a season of of a lot of the most intense rejection of my life, getting kicked out of a, a, some people's lives, um, and and going through that chaos and the pain of that, um, and the pain of loss. We have a lot of loss yeah. our last few years, and so again. I know we're just kind of like, you know, hinting. hinting at all this. And we will get into these stories. Um, but, you know, for Lauren and I, we really felt kind of emerging into this podcast of just kind of beginning to speak on um, what we've learned from the chaos of this eight years. And because we continue to yield to the to the winter season in, yeah. in it all. And, and I love the fruit. I love the fruit. I'm just starting to see, I feel like I'm just starting to see little plants spring up yeah. in this ground that has been, I felt 
barren for eight years. Yeah. And I have to tell you, living in, um, going from that high to like living with nothing to show for your life on the outside and then hearing that kind of criticism from people and judgment, that was crazy too. So Lauren and I, like we just have a lot of waves that again we will get into as this unfolds. But but also even too, in, yes, there has been a lot of pain. Yes, yeah. there has been a lot of different things that we came up against that I didn't even think. I was like, I didn't ever expected this is what my life would have, yeah. things that could have happened in my life or things that could have happened. But in, you know, sometimes it would take a long time, but we would get to the point of going, how can we use this yes. so we become the best versions of ourselves right. in this time? Yep. And it's like, I know you can look at it like, well, you should have just gone back to music then instead of like living out this, like whatever it was. But once again, I'm a firm believer in the timing of life. We knew it was winter for a reason. We knew it was winter. We knew it was, it, you know, it was time to be hidden. It was time to work on different things. It was time to just be still. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because it's been eight years and the first time we felt like we could do something again is when we had this dream of maybe we could talk. Like it was the first the time. The first time was what, August 2nd, 2020. Because Sarah's been asking us for years and we're like, Sarah, not yet. We're not ready. We're not, we knew, I well, knew I wasn't ready. Because for me, and and to say this about y'all's, um, the past eight years, the first time you guys could feel to do something publicly. Because yes. you guys yes, were yes, doing yes. some, like so much behind the scenes. Yes. So much. And yes. I, that was the whole reason that I, I kept coming to you guys was because I was like, every single time we meet up, you guys are like a, waterfall of of information and knowledge and wisdom and all these things that I was like this is better than like going to a doctor and saying what do I do for this it's like because you guys were you had all this knowledge then on every aspect of a person you know the inner the outer yeah. the you know the vitamins the just everything yeah. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, this is more than like a, a college education or a, ba you know, a master's in all this yeah, or a yeah. doctorate. Like, there's so much. I do feel like I got you a guys, PhD you in really, wholeness. You really did. Yeah. You guys uh, really emotionally, did. spiritually, and physically. Because you guys were studying all these areas for so long, really hungry for that. And so... And then I mean, the life chaos yeah. that came along with, and it was always perfect. Yes. Like I know it's yeah. crazy to say, people are listening going, oh my gosh, all this stuff you've gone through. But I have to say, I can look at it and despise it. Despise the pain of watching our dad, you know, journeying with our parents on that and watching him go through the stroke or my injury or, or the chaos of rejection and pain and being kicked out in the name of Jesus of people's lives and, and, and going through all that. And yet it perfectly aligned with my desire for wholeness. The chaos of it was somehow the perfect, you know, it's like that unless the seed goes into the ground and dies, it doesn't bear fruit. And, and seeds require a level of under the ground, death, you know, kind of the, 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 you don't see growth for a long time and it's okay. And I learned patience and I learned to be, to be kind to myself in the journey and to be patient with myself and to not despise I remember one time I was so upset and I was like, mom, like there's just, you know, she's the one I always run to with everything. I'm like, it's just, there's just so much crap in my life. And, and it was just really cute. She's like, Lissa, you can either use crap to, you know, just stink up your life or you can use it 
as fertilizer to grow these seeds you've planted. And a lot of times we look at this, this, you know, manure, whatever, this fertilizer and go, oh, get rid of it if I would just get rid of it. And I realized in that moment she was right. I could use it to, do, to, to put in this garden of these seeds I was trying to grow of wholeness and joy and peace and let it work into the core of my life, into the core of who I am and let it grow me into, I believe, a, a version of me now that I'm like, I'm more confident, I'm, I'm happier than ever. And, and I feel like even with this podcast, it's a, it's a first step of many for us of just stepping out and, and, and telling our story. And I know a lot of other people are in that season as well. So, um, yeah, it's been a roller coaster, but it's, and we're amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us that we had the courage to step away because I was 27 and I'm like, Oh yeah, I can step away from fame. Like who, who, who does that? Like to me, I go like, I look back and I'm like, that was a hard step. But the fact that I took that step, because there was an invitation in my heart and with the divine and with God of going, but there's more if you have the courage to step into it. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes requires a sacrifice. And the sacrifice was letting go of everything we knew to step into more. And to me, I, I'm, I'm proud of that. And I know, you know, I, I feel, you know, it was sad to lose all the connection with, you know, with our fans and with playing shows and like Barlow Girl was so it was so fun. fun. It was so much fun. And I knew that there was even a cost on the people that were so connected to us on that side too. But, um, I'm so grateful for everybody that's still like actually excited to still hear us talk like after eight years so many of you guys have been so gracious of just it's it's been an overwhelming process for me I'm so grateful full of gratitude for everybody that like loved us then and like is giving us like you know a chance to listen to us now and I just it's been it's been a beautiful Mm -hmm. journey and we're excited to be here again and like answer questions and connect with you guys because um it's what it's all about I mean I love it so yeah. yeah. Cause I was 27 and I'm like, Oh yeah, I can step away from fame. Like who, who, do, who does that? Like yeah. to me, I go like, I look back and I'm like, that was a hard step. But the fact that I took that scary. step yeah. because there was an invitation in my heart and with the divine and with God of going, but there's more if you have the courage to step into it. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes requires a sacrifice. And the sacrifice was letting go of everything we knew to step into more. And to me, I, I'm, I'm proud of that. And I know, you know, I I feel, you know, it was sad to lose all the connection with, you know, with our fans and with playing.